Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
persecuted and those, Father Lord, that you have not called, Lord, have crept into the ministry and hoodwinking and swindling the people. We ask you this morning, God, to turn their hearts toward you, Father. Forgive us of all of our sins, our transgression. We ask for prayer, God, for the elderly, for the teenagers, Lord, for this country, Lord, for the president, Lord. Lord, you said in John, the 17th chapter, that you didn't pray for the world, but you prayed for those that were thine and those that you had given charge. Lord, likewise, I pray this morning for those that are yours, Father, those that are doing without, those that are in the hospital, Lord, sick and studying, those that are going through different stages and different things in their life this morning. Father, I pray this morning over my neighborhood, my family and friends, Lord, I pray, God, for the brother that brought me home last night, Lord, in the lift. I just ask you, Father, that you just move by your spirit, bring your healing devices in the land, God. Father, Lord, we pray this morning that you would just have thine own way today, Father. As we come into this morning with thanksgiving and praise and worship, we ask you, Father, Lord, God, to receive our worship, Lord. Now, Father, Lord, come into the finality of it all, Father, is your word. Lord, you said your word will not return, Lord, but it shall go out and do what you sent it to do. I ask you now, Father, that you speak through this vessel of clay, Lord, that someone may hear the word of God this morning and may make that choice, Father, Lord, to come to thee, Father, Lord, and to leave that religion, Father, and to leave all of the different things, the devices that we think that, God, you desire from us, but we know you desire the praise, the worship, that you may give the honor, that you may receive the honor and the glory, and that you may bless your children. Bless this ministry this morning. Bless those that are here, those that are coming. And those that will hear the word on Facebook and Speaker and all the other places, Lord, and Twitter, that your word will go out to. We ask you that you would move by your spirit this morning. And we give you all the praise and glory and the honor right now. In the most high, Yah, Selah, and bless the son, Yahshua, whom we call Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, I praise Amen. the Lord, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the good Lord. Morning. Hallelujah. How are you? I'm fine. Well, God bless you. We're so glad to have you. Amen. With us this morning. This morning, we want to be talking about the power of our words. You know, the Word of God, it tells us that your words are either going to put you over or they're either going to put you under. Uh, you could uh, relate uh, what he said uh, to the book of uh, Mark 11. Mark 11, 23, 24 it says, when you pray, believe you receive whatsoever you say when you pray, and you should have what you say. So that word implies that if we go around saying, uh, I don't feel good, I have a headache, uh, my blood pressure, my diabetes, we're claiming the negative side. Hallelujah. It's like I told my, 30, uh, my son, he's 30. And he was complaining about his lower back. And so we asked him, did you hurt your back uh, at work? He works in a nursing facility. He's a nurse. And uh, he said, no, nah, I was at home, and it's all of a sudden. So I began to tell him, son, some of these pains and stuff that jumps on you, someone around you is also dealing with that pain or whatever. Being that you're spiritual, that thing, you understand me, it's like Paul. When Paul used to walk through the streets, amen, of Samaria and all the different cities, people were being healed because the virtue and the anointing that was on Paul's life, it brought about 
healing to those that were sick. So we too, likewise, a lot of time when you pick up different pains and da da da, thoughts in your mind, it's all because of the drawing agency. Everything comes to the light. When we fish and we drop these lights in the water, the fish come up to the light because they want to see what the light is about. And then you throw your hook over there and you just catch fish after fish after fish. So everything is drawn by the light. And we need to be drawn to him by the light this morning because we know that the world is dark. But if we don't learn the word of God and look at the disciples and the apostles and look at Jesus, look at all the people, even look at some of the peoples today that we live, that we live amongst, how their life is so refined and so lined up. But our problem is we don't have patience. The Bible says in your patience, possess ye your soul. We're going to have to have patience. Have patience with one another. Have patience with his word. It is the word of God this morning that's going to move in us, on us, and through us. There's nothing we have to offer him but praise. I was going to teach out of the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, where it was telling us to just praise him. Instead of complaining about our daily tasks, I'm tired, I can't do this any longer, take the eye away from it and say, he will have to do this. I cannot do it. The Father takes delight in our obedience. Everything has already been pinned out. I told my son, I said, son, you got to take Matthew 18 and 18 over this back pain because nothing should all of a sudden happen to you. You shouldn't be laying in your bed and wake up, ah, in a back pain. It could happen because maybe you worked hard, you know, Friday, got off, and now you've rested, and all of a sudden you get up and you got this pain. But I know that Matthew 18, 18 said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So I myself, I would, I would pray something like, Father, I take authority over this unclean spirit. All of it is an unclean spirit. If you don't know what the title, what to wrap up on that thing, just call it an unclean spirit. I rebuke this unclean spirit. You know, uh, a lot of time in our family, someone in our family is causing chaos and problems, being negative. You know, we have the authority this morning because we realize that Ephesians 6 and 10 it says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits of principality. Now, you got to think about a principality. It's a kingdom of vast darkness. So we're wrestling with the spirit, but we're not warring with it. We're only wrestling with it because the victory has already been won. The battle is fought. We have the victory. Our victory this morning is in the words we speak. We want to talk about uh, the power of the tongue. We want to talk from the book of Numbers. We're going to use this morning uh, how that Caleb, uh, they went over to the land of the giants, the land that was promised to the children of Israel to get a report. God Excuse me, the Holy One will never send you anywhere 
to be defeated. So don't let your mind defeat you this morning all because the peoples look like they're more studious, more skillful, older. If he sent you, then certainly he has equipped you with everything you need. But you got to remember, you cannot go on your own authority. You cannot look at yourself and say, you know, these people, they've been here longer than I have or whatever. He sent you. And when he sent you, he will send you at that appointed time, and the right person will come. I called a lift ride home uh, last night. I had a lot of, I think I run about 450 miles from the day before yesterday to yesterday, back and forward, back and forward, back and forward. But it's something I had gotten myself into, and uh, uh, I didn't complain about it. Probably spent somewhere around about 90 to $100 in one of my own faults, uh, I went down to Conroe, and I pulled my boat down to Conroe, and I borrowed a vehicle to do it with. And then I had to take the same vehicle, uh, go back to Conroe, bring my boat back out of Conroe. Uh, then I had to go back to Conroe and take the vehicle back. So it was a lot of transporting, a lot of and at the end of at the end of the day last night, my neck, my shoulder, and everything was just hurting, hurting to the point that, you know, I just really couldn't go to sleep. But I began to just think about the word of God. You know, I knew that the problem that was uh, had happened was that I just had exerted myself driving, driving, driving. But the main thing I began to think this morning when I came into my study, I began to think about the brother that brought me home. Uh, off of 1960, I, I, I told uh, the guy that just dropped me off on 1960 out of Conroe, uh, he wouldn't bring me home. So he said, I said, well, just drop me on 1960. And I said, I'll call my cousin. So my cousin came. He said, cousin, he said, huh, here's $60, man. Just get your cab. So I called the lift. And the lift, uh, the first guy counseled. The first guy counseled out on the lift. Uh, the second guy came. And this guy had needed a much word from the Lord because he kept saying, I, he kept saying, uh, this, I have this, and I have that, and I'm on this medication, I'm on that medication. And I tried to tell him in the car, you know, about I and about claiming this. So I waited till I got home, and I invited him into my home. And I sat him down at the table, and I began to tell him about the word of God. He was a Christian. But just because you're a believer, it don't mean that you have the truth. We need the truth this morning. We need to learn scriptures. Matthew 22:29, it says, You do error for not knowing scripture, neither the power of God. The only way we're going to get this thing lined up this morning is uh, um, we have to line our life up with the word. We can't just line our lips up this morning and say, hey, speak in tongue. And you can't speak in tongue to the enemy, Satan. Speaking in tongue belongs to the Almighty. You speak directly to Satan, you tell him Luke 10 and 19. You apply the word of God. Thou should tread upon scorpions and serpents, and nothing by any means shall hurt me. John 10, 10. 
So we need to recognize what we're dealing with today so we can get our family together. If we get our life together this morning, get our life lined up with the Word of God and stop being biased and, and mad because uh, someone said something and, 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 and it, fits, it, it, it fits who I am. Well, if it's negative and it hurt me and it's real and it's true, then maybe the Father has told that to the individual to bring deliverance in my life. Certainly I want to be delivered from what I think and from the way I feel about uh, the people around me. So that's what we have to do. Psalms 119 and 9. How can a young man cleanse his way? Only by taking heed to the Word. So that's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to go into the Word of God. We're going to look and we're going to see how that Moses told certain people because he had a word from the Almighty that it's time for them to go and possess the land. I want you to see how negative the associates, the people that was around him, they were very negative. They were trying to stop that spirit, that spirit that wants to draw you back, wants to keep you from calling in to the program because, you know, it's it's not what you it's what you need, but it ain't the way I want it. You know, I want somebody to, to they really want someone to tell them what the future is. Well, we 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 don't we don't do things like that. I mean, you know, being a prophet, if the Holy Spirit speaks to me and tell me, then I'm going to tell you. But as far as me just sitting here, just uh, telling everybody what their problem is, I don't do it. They have other programs on here where they have prophets, and these prophets will tell you uh, different things. But they got a price with that too. We don't have a price with any of it. It's all free. He takes good care of us. So we're gonna go into the word this morning. Excuse me. Let me call my my auntie. Bless her heart. She be ministering so tough every day until she she uh, she'll miss the program if I don't call her. So I hate to do it without the prophetess. Because one thing about the prophetess, she and I have been all over ministering the word of God, and she never missed a beat. She be right there. She be right there in the streets with me. So we're getting ready to do some great evangelism, evangelizing right here locally in uh, Houston and the surrounding area. And then we will go into the different states where the Holy Spirit will lead us to. And and we're going to be looking forward to the the Holy Spirit bringing the people that's not afraid to go. Can't be afraid to go out in the streets. Even though we know they're out there shooting and everything, you know, none of them never shot me. They came with knives and guns, but... I've been doing it for over 25 years, and we're still here, so we give him the glory this morning. He's, he's worthy. Amen. I believe we're going to start in the book of Numbers, the 11th chapter. Hello. Well, praise the Lord, prophetess. God bless you. It's good to hear your voice.
misled him too, you know, because the world, a lot of saints of God, they shun what I play, but it's okay because the reason I play what I play is because back in 1975, these singers were singing. They were singing out of their heart. They were trying to get the people to turn from their ways. We don't have these singers today. These singers want to shake, 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 boom, 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 play the R&B and, you know, on and on and on. So we need to go back. Hallelujah. We're going to start here in the scriptures here. I want you to look, and I want you to see. Let's see, what did I do with these? There they are right there. I want you to see that when the Almighty give you a promise this morning, he's not going to turn around and, and reverse his promise. No matter what you do, the promise still remains the same. So we're looking here. Uh, it says, Bear with me for a minute. Let me get my let me get my words here. We titled a message this morning. Your words will deliver you or bind you. Your words, they, uh, your words will put you over, or they will put you under. We see this uh, a principle played out in Numbers chapter thirteen and fourteen. With the twelve spies, Moses sent to spy out the promised land. Caleb and Joshua's words took them into the promised land, while the remaining ten spies negatively confessed, doomed them to the wilderness. See, it's always someone trying to keep you back. I'm going to try and teach this this message this morning. If I don't get through with all of it. We have to pick it back up tonight or tomorrow. The peoples around you are the very ones that will try and stop you. There were only two peoples. That was Caleb and Joshua. And the other, it was 12 that went out. But the other 10, they came up with what their eyes could see. They told the truth. But even though... The truth that they told, it did not hold true to the promise of God. If he promised it to you, walk in your promise. Don't sweat it. Don't worry about the enemy. You walk this thing out. Now let's pick up Let's pick up on the report of this occurrence in verse 23, 26 and 33 in the 13th chapter of Numbers. And it reads, Now they departed and came back to Moses. And Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel and the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh. And they brought words, and he brought back words to them and to all the congregation, showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you son us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this steals its fruit. So they had the evidence. The Almighty said, I'm going to put you in a land flowing with milk and honey. So now they come back with the fruits out of the land. Nevertheless, the people, now here they come. Here they come. They always got to bring the truth. Then they come with the negative. They get you interested, and then they turn around and turn the negative on you. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. 
Moreover, we saw the descendants of Achan there. The Amorites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jezebites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea along the banks of Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome. The people was in an uproar as the spies began to tell them about the giants and began to tell them about uh, who dwell over here and who dwell over there. They began to number themselves. They began to say, wow, all those peoples up there, there ain't no way that we can go and, and possess it. Look at all the different nations. You got the Amorites, the Jesuits. You got all of this. And it's going to be very, very hard to try and defeat all them people, and we're supposed to go and take all that land. I don't see us doing it. So Caleb said, shh, 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 let's just stop talking about it, and let's just go and do this thing. We're well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. They've been fighting way longer than we have. They're giants. We can't do this, man. You get us all killed. But the man who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report. See, someone always want to give you a bad report. Or someone go, you go for a job interview. Someone already worked there. And they say, hey, what you doing up in here? Oh, I, I, I had a, I had a uh, appointment this morning with a uh, Mary Sue. Then they go behind you, and they tell Mary Sue, say, oh, I know her. I know him. They was da 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 an evil report because they don't want you there. They want to be the one. They're around there painting up everything, and here you come with more experience or less experience, whatever the situation may be. They give a bad report. Now we saw giants. Oh, he says, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is the land that devour its inhabitants. Say, The land itself eat up the people. Too hot. The people just burn up. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. Now they begin to number themselves. And begin to look at it. These people here, you understand me, they were just much more stronger, more intelligent, more everything. Here we are coming out of the wilderness. These people have been established in this land. They're not going to let us come take nothing from them. We can't do it. How are you going to fight in another man's house? So they're looking at themselves, but they forgot. So he says, there we saw giants. The descendants of Achan came from the giants, and we were like grasshopper in our own sight. See, it wasn't in it wasn't in the sight of the Almighty. It was in their own sight. They they, they, they were grass. They began to fabricate in their minds. You cannot, amen, let no one come and doctor, uh, put stuff in your head, or you yourself build a, a a wall against the Word of God by saying, no, no, no. I think we're going to pass. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to finish this course. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm just going to go ahead on the self. No, don't settle for that. Go up 
and possess your land. Remember, the power of your words, your words will either put you over or put you under. So if you condemn your own self, say, <coughs> I'm looking like a grasshopper in my own sight this morning. Some people got more education than I got. And so all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. So here they are, they're crying over something that's already been handed down to them. It's yours. It's according to what you believe. It's according to what you've been speaking over your life this morning. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. Now they started complaining. How are you going to trust the Lord this morning all because look like no doors are opening for you? Look like. But you don't know. He's working behind the scene this morning, amen. You came, amen, because you needed a word, a rhema, hallelujah. The rhema is the spoken word. We're dealing with the logos. The logos is the written word. We're dealing with the logos. But if you would believe the word this morning, then you can turn the logos into the rhema, and you can begin to speak as the children of Israel, not against Moses, so all the congregation looked at their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, not all the peoples have went negative. If only we had died in the land of Egypt. Uh, if only we had died in the wilderness. See, he has promised you, even though, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil for thine with me. Psalms, the 23rd Psalm. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Though prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemy, anointing my head with all my cup running over, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Almighty forever. Think like that. Instead of complaining. See, when we think of the wilderness in America, we think of land that is full of bushes and trees, you know, and stuff like that. But the wilderness in Judea was, was a barren land. It was rocky, and it was a desert. The Israelites said, if only we had died in the wilderness. Shinani began to condemn their own self and would rather have died Rather than to believe that the Almighty is watching over you this morning, hallelujah, go and possess the land. Don't be holding on to yesterday's uh, problems. The same thing happened yesterday. Start right back up on the telephone. I thought I told you yesterday. No, 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 no. Do not allow people to call you and to bring these things up again. Get rid of it. If it's negative, stop talking about it. Don't listen to it. Diffuse it. If you let negative get into your ears, it will get into your eyes, it will get into your spirit. The Bible says, taste not, handle not, touch not. No unclean thing. Don't handle this thing. And they're crying. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? that our wives and our children should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? They just cry. So they said to one another, 
We better try to get us a leader so we can go back to Egypt. Forget Moses. We're going to get somebody to lead us out of here. This, this stuff is too much. I, I can't stay up all night crying and worrying about all these giants. They're going to kill us and take our wives and our children. And they're just crying. They're complaining. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their face before the Almighty, and they fell on their face before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. They fell upon their face listening to all the rhetoric and all the cries. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Zephaniah, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. Now they come and they say, what? And they just ripped their clothes off like, man, after we didn't troll these people, we, 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 we told them that we can possess the land. Now they want to go back to Egypt. We're standing here. We're not going back. Don't let your mind and nobody take you back. You aspire, and don't let no one cause you to despire, get all into struggling. This morning is a brand new day. There's enough burdens today, enough problems for today. Don't get into tomorrow because tomorrow, you know, is not promised. Tomorrow will take care of its own. Believe in the Almighty. Trust in Him with your whole life, whatever you need. Hallelujah. Trust in Him. Don't be, amen. Look what it says in the book of Psalms. If you want something to rely on, you go to Psalms 34. And that's what my message was supposed to be this morning. But he said, no. Look here. In Psalms 34, it says, let me pick up my Bible. See, we we don't we don't come to the Almighty in the right manner. We come to Him always tripping and begging. We don't have to begging. It says, uh, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard and delivered me from all of my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their face was not ashamed. The poor man cried out, and the Almighty heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. See, that's what you got to do. You got to go to Psalms 134, Psalms 23, and you got to use that last penned in the book because this is a road map for your journey. They turned away from the Holy One of Israel, and they began to look at themselves and measure themselves according to their standards, according to their knowledge. And then they began to cry, Why has the Lord, they're going back, brought us out here? But Joshua the Nun and Caleb the son of Jophara, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is exceedingly good land. But what you got to do to get to the good land? They, 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 they're looking at a man. 
all of the consequences that could happen instead of looking and believing and trusting that why would he send us to a place that we wouldn't survive? If the Almighty delighted in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Now he says, only do not rebel against the Almighty, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Almighty is with us. Do not fear. And all the congregation said to the stone, and all the congregation said to them with stone, not ready to kill the men of God. Now the glory of the Almighty appeared in the tabernacle of the meeting before the children of Israel. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. The land we possess through spies, though we spied it out, an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delighted in us, he will bring us to the land. But he told them, do not rebel. See, the Almighty had spoken and had told them that he would send them into a land flowing with milk and honey. You know, the Father will not send you out to do anything. He prepares them. You know, he says over in Deuteronomy 6, Chapter 6, 10, 11, verse. The Israelites had experienced supernatural deliverance from the plague, which included frogs, lights, flies, pestilence, that killed all the livestock to hear. See, they seen all of this, but now they forgot. They have forgotten. And we, too, this morning, we have rejected the words of God only because the fear factor has came, has set in. Um, we don't apply the word of God to our life. Once you learn, once you learn scriptures, then you don't live in fear, and you don't let anyone talk you into doing something you can't do. It's like when you go to buy a car from a car lot, a new car. I found out a long time ago. I tried my faith. Um, I had been married uh, to Cynthia probably about six years. And I had these old cars, so I went down to Mike Cabot Toyota. And when I went there, I knew I was going to get a car with no money, no money. But I had, I had to, I had to tell myself, you know, it probably took me three, four days. When it came to me, I said, yeah. But then I began to look at how am I going to pay the note on this car. And I think I was in the limousine business, and it was the year 2000. When I went down, the salesman, he tried to get me to, uh, uh, they was going to make me a fake check to say that I make this and that X amount of money. But I told him, I said, no, 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 we don't need to do that. You know, if I don't have the credibility, if I don't have the credit to get the car, then, you know, it's no sense of me lying because I'm not going to be able to pay for the car. So when the man came back, from uh, uh, whoever he went in there to see, the finance the finance department. Uh, he said, Mr. Anderson, he said, you qualify. The car had five miles on it. It was a 2000 Toyota Corolla. So after about two weeks, I went back up there, and he had uh, he had a, a, a Tahoe or something. 
And uh, the man let me took that truck home and drove that truck for two weeks. He never called for me to bring it back. I probably could have still been driving it. When the Father opened a door for you, just walk in the door. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, uh, understand how you're going to do this and how you're going to do that. He will open doors that no man can close. The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We're going to have to use our tongue, amen, and speak healing, speak deliverance, speak miracles and blessings. He didn't didn't bring us here to curse us. He said, I'll put none of these diseases upon you that I put on the Egyptians. So he wants to bless us. He wants to show us. He wants to give us the desires of our heart. But we're going to have to do like Bishop Bowwinkle say. He say, tell the devil, hell no, to the no, no, no. Tell him, hell no. I mean, you think Satan's going to come out with compassion and, and hold your hand? Uh, I was posting on Facebook how that when women's children's when you out shopping in the shopping mall, the Walmarts, the grocery store, watch your surroundings. We have these imposters. Well, they're not imposters. They are just human traffickers. And they're snatching women's children, and they are taking them to Canada, any place they can get them, and they shoot them up with drugs, and they put them out on the streets to prostitution. Or uh, they bring them into their little, they little, they little whorehouses where they took somebody's little child and they sell them to the freaks of that city, of that state. We're going to have to trust him in his word this morning to believe that he's well able to do what he said he'll do. Father, I thank you this morning <clears throat> for your plan that you have for our life. I thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you, Father Lord, that that you you said we commit to you. You will perfect that which concerns us. Father, I commit this ministry, every hero, every person that will hear the word of God, as Father, the words that were spoken this morning will go down into the other being and will cause them to be careful what they speak, be careful what they hear, and that they will, Lord, turn their face to you today. Father, I pray Second Chronicles 7, 14. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, seek my face and pray, turn from their wicked ways, and you will heal the land. Father, heal our minds this morning. Heal the pain, heal the hurt, heal everything, Lord, that concerns us this morning, and bring us back to you with your good and perfect love. We'll give you all the praise, the glory, and all of the honor this morning. And the most high, yeah. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. We bless you.
<laughs> it don't want to play Bishop Bull. Bishop Bullwinkle. Let me see if I go over here and check to see what's going on and see what's happening. But I'm I'm so blessed this morning to know that someone wants to be a part of His Word today, and uh, uh, I'm so grateful to know that. He loves us in spite of. He knows we don't have it all together. We need him. More than anything, we need him. Yeah, I thank God for my life, health, and strength. I got a sound mind and all these things. Come on! I ain't going to preach too long. Yeah. 
Well, I guess I'm getting all these text messages from my son, so I guess I better <laughs> look and see, too, so that I can uh, rely on my driver's side window. Lord, I tell you the truth, I don't know what to say about <laughs> this boy and these cars. <laughs> Lord, help him. Father, I pray that there's nothing too hard, nothing this kid did. dead. Lord, I thank you. All I can say is, Lord, I thank you. Work it all out for us. As you've done, let your grace and your mercy be upon your people this morning. Hallelujah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.